Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of We Lit. Today we are going to get into a monthly roundup of everything we've been listening to, everything we've been feeling, and give our little reviews on what we like and what we perhaps didn't so much like. But yeah, before we get into that, let's talk about how we've been since our last episode. By the way, guys, thank you so much for the love on our last episode yeah, on Burner Boy. You guys seem to really feel that. Um, yeah, definitely felt the warm reception. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I thank you from me also. Um, I so, feel like at this point we don't need to introduce ourselves anymore, do we? Yeah, yeah, you know who's who. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, because you know we might have got some new listeners from the last pod. To be fair, very true. So once again, I'm Carl and I'm Lammy. <laughs> well, <go> on. Um <laughs> So yeah, how was your week then? How's how's it been since we last recorded? Yeah, uh, life's been good work has been picking up the pace like it's been a little bit busier because our annual conference is coming around in september Mm. and um yeah it's a huge conference on like media entertainment and technology and all the like new stuff that's coming into place like 5g blockchain all that interesting stuff Uh, so all the industry leaders come to amsterdam for that Oh, is it in Amsterdam? Yeah, yeah. So I get to Okay, travel. and they, are they flying you out and putting you in a yeah. hotel? Everything expenses right. paid. Damn. <laughs> flewed out. Is it, is it <laughs> getting flewed out. Is it for the weekend or like a one day um, in a week? Or so it's, oh, it's my first time. I think it's a f- it's like a week yeah. or, or two. A whole week? Yeah, it might, wow. might be a week. Fair. It's only a two, three day conference, but um, the nature of it is that we have to like, there's so much content that will be happening around that event so yeah we might because we need a day to like breathe and everything yeah yeah afterwards so yeah. Oh, they're treating you well man i feel like the last not the last episode but the one before they uh you guys had an award show that they put you up in london for as well yeah and looking after you yeah it's pretty sweet when, when, <laughs> when will my own <laughs> um yeah fair um that's really cool um i guess my week um i haven't got as much to look forward to um not traveling anywhere but um, my week's been alright to be fair um, it's been like steady busy I feel like I always say this but yeah um, nothing too crazy but at the same time not too dead so it's just, just been managing my own workload um, I'm lucky enough to have a manager that is very um, he doesn't micromanage so he mm. just kind of you know what you need to do go and do it and yeah just do it and if you have any questions or any issues let me know if not do what you want um how's your team like though in general um my team is quite cool um so i sit with um a guy to my left who's a real g he listens to the pod as well so big up yourself (laughs) (laughs) i won't say your name just in case you don't want it out there but big up you um yeah so he's really cool to be fair um but work's been a bit quiet recently because uh, my main g's them they're uh, doing ramadan so we're in the middle of Ramadan, so obviously like we don't eat lunch together, we don't get breakfast together. Like usually we'd be doing like an hour and a half lunches. I'm snitching myself here. Wow. <laughs> we'll be doing an hour and a half lunches and then in the mornings we'll have like half an hour to forty five minute breakfast. Like this is all part oh. of my manager being very lenient and letting us do what we want. And because obviously they're fasting, it's been a bit lonely at work. I've been eating at my desk and mm. stuff, but soon come, they'll be back. <laughs> I feel like they were in jail. <laughs> but yeah, now nah, shout out to the G's them at work. Um but yeah, apart from that, it's been pretty regular, to be fair. Yeah, cool. Um, so I guess we're just going to, because it's a monthly roundup, there's no particular theme to this. So we're just going to give a mishmash of everything we've been listening to. Yeah. And I guess we should rate what we've been listening to as well, because we haven't done that in a while. Sure. Um, Before we do that, though, um, I think it's your turn for the On Spin this week, right? Absolutely. So this week's On Spin is a new track off Ty Dolla Signs. Uh, album it's called purple emoji hey. it is such <laughs> we a do <laughs> so we're j cole it, right yeah, yeah, yeah on I've, spin literally on truly spin. on spin <laughs> and it's it's got a sample from i'm trying to find out what that sound i found is. it out it's it's called i need you yeah more than that, and that it's, one yeah it's by take take five or take six or something like that yeah. old take school six sounds familiar old school group anyway and yeah. Yeah, you know when a song is so good and it has such a perfectly sampled track that yeah, you have to yeah. go find the sample. Yeah, yeah. This is very much one of that, um, one of those sort of scenarios. 
Uh, and turns out the original track is just as sweet, so yeah, yeah. I need to go listen to the original track then. Yeah. But yeah, no, I'm I'm really behind you on spin this week. It's literally been if it wasn't your week on spin, I probably would have had that as my own spin as well, mm. to be honest. Um, and uh, what did you think of J Cole's verse? It was quite cool. Like, yeah, like it's it's really good to hear him on a wave, like yeah, a proper wave. Yeah. For Last the first time, time in a while. This kind of way was probably um, Come Through and Chill by Miguel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But my, I had a, uh, and he does and that so well with his features. Yeah, he does. Um, but yeah, no, it was a really, really cool feature um, mm. and a really cool song. So yeah, I guess this is the on spin. Have a listen. So we actually found the name of the sample and it's by Take Six, as I mentioned, and it's called More Than Ever. Yeah. And like, yeah, they're an old school school group. And yeah, it's more of like a acapella sort of vibe. But the way they flipped it is really cool. Yeah. yeah what do you think about it? Ty's a, Ty's a genius, man. I've, yeah. been, I've been rocking with Ty for a minute, actually. Um, he's really, really musical. Um, Very and I'm sure he had a hand. Dreams. Yeah, I'm sure he had a hand in the sample and how the sample was flipped. Um, slightly, slightly purple emoji probably sounds better than the original, to be fair. Mm. And that's how you know the sample is used really well when you know um, you know it's a sample, but the sample sounds better than the actual song that it's been sampled. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, I hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, check out the actual original as well as the the, the, the on spin, I guess. Um, but yeah, without further ado, uh, I guess we should get into the actual meat of the episode. Um, I think let me explain that it's going to be a bit of a mishmash kind of all over the place episode, basically on what's been released recently, uh, what we're feeling, what we're not feeling. Um, so, yeah, I guess, <laughs> where do we even start? <laughs> do you want to start with something you've been listening to? Because, um, I mean, I've got a lot yeah. there that I could get okay. into. But. Uh, what have I been listening to? Um, that's not on our list. Um, I've actually been really enjoying... Um, an artist called um, Loyal Kana. Um, so he's a UK rapper. Um, and his style is, I'd say, it's very, very UK. Um, uh, the closest comparison UK-wise that I could compare him to is probably Mike Skinner, in that it's semi-talking, semi-rapping, yeah, monotonous like yeah. kind it's, of... It's like a very discursive sort of rap, if yeah, that even makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Definitely. Um, so I've been really enjoying it. Um, the album's called um, Not Drowning But Waving. Uh, it's loosely conceptual, um, based around um, some poems um, and some chefs as well. Some of the song names are chefs um, and restaurants, Italian restaurants and chefs, mm-hmm. which is, it doesn't bear any relation, but like, it's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but the album, uh, the centerpiece of the album is a poem um, by a woman and um, it's is basically, that woman his mum by any chance? No, 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 that's at the very end. Okay. And so there's another one uh, in the middle. Um, and um, so I think it, the title of the poem is Not Drowning, but Not Waving, But Drowning. And it's about how, um, you know, um, people kind of put on this brave face and um, they act as if everything is all great, but inside they're actually drowning. But because of that brave face, people think that they're waving at them, kind of be- mm. beckoning them over, but inside they're actually drowning. Um, and when you know you see someone so far out into the sea, and their hand is out of the water, you don't know if they're waving or they're drowning. Right? Yeah. So uh, oh. <laughs> that's the album yeah. cover as well. It's a hand in the middle of the ocean. Um, mm. So it's really cool, actually. Um, really, really cool. Um, I love the beats he rapped on as well. Um, they're very UK beats, but they're proper dope. So if you guys have a moment, check out um, Loyal Kana. Yeah. Um, which My brother showed me one particular track. I don't know the name off my head mm. but Loyal Kana is one of those artists I check now and again mm. so like whilst he might have a new release I wouldn't check immediately yeah yeah but and you don't need to to be fair because when yeah. you do get to it you're going to stick with it it's mm-hmm. more of a slow burner yeah um, so certain albums you have to listen to when they're released because once the kind of the aura around it goes you're probably not going to go back to it ever again mm. um but someone like Loyal Kana is good to not backbench, but you can take your time coming to it because you yeah. know it's going to be good when you do come to it. Exactly. Um, and something that's cool about him as well is, um, and he's very vocal about this, is that he's got um, ADHD and dyslexia. So his name Loyal Kana 
is his actual real name. But um, so his real name is Benjamin Coyle Lana. Mm. Obviously, having dyslexia, I think what happens is num- uh, letters get yeah, switched around. Up, so his yeah. rap name is um, Loyal Kana. Yeah. <laughs> so I just think that's really cool. Like when artists like everything they do is well thought of and, and mm. quite creative. It's really cool, and that's kind of symbolic of how much care he takes with his music and he really does pour his heart and soul into it um and he's far from your traditional uk rapper as well where the current scene is very much like drill heavy or exactly, like yeah. very kind of hip-hop heavy it's hip-hop but like it's a specific sound he's way to the left of it and there's this really really cool interlude on one of my favorite songs and it it kind of threw me actually and um, it was gigs <laughs> so mm. gigs was on the interlude saying oh um yeah, just keep doing what you're doing. It's all right to be a good you, to make your music and do what you do. You don't need to get yourself in trouble, blah, blah, blah. And you'll never pair gigs and Loyal Kana together. So it was really cool, actually. Um, mm. But yeah, you lot check it out when you can or if you can. Yeah, I'll definitely give the album a full listen. Yeah, yeah, it's waving. Um, but yeah, that, I guess that's what I've been listening to that maybe others may not have been because I guess a lot of what we're going to talk about, everyone's probably listened to or have heard of. Yeah. Um, what about you? Anything... Yeah, so I've been listening to albums that have dropped all over the place, literally from like the women in the rap game, like Megan Thee Stallion. Mm -hmm. uh, B Stallion. B Stallion. (laughs) AKA Tina Snow. (laughs) AKA Hot Girl Meg. (laughs) (laughs) To like DJ Khaled, not the biggest, like, I don't listen to everything that he puts out, but I decided to give this album a full listen. Mm. And yeah, I'll get into that. Everything from like Nigeria so like Santi just dropped his album finally streets went crazy for it <laughs> I feel like in the last few episodes if you go back and listen like I've been talking about Santi yeah, over yeah. and over yeah. and how much I've been anticipating the album so Mandy and the Jungle has finally dropped and it is just flawless in my opinion mm. um, it's it's a great like entry into not just entry but like on the international stage for the for the Nigerian old test scene. Mm. And, I mean, at this point, I don't even like to pigeonhole Santi as an old test artist anymore. I just yeah. feel like he's so... To the, the last le- step, we said he transcended it now. Yeah, he's, I've, I've def- I'm definitely of the opinion that he's, like, transcended that. And he doesn't... In his music, there isn't even... I don't feel like there's that intention to be of the old test sound or even have a particularly african sound or nigerian sound but i mean you do if you know your nigerian music you do hear the influences of like some old school nigerian artists that i wouldn't even be able to like talk about because i don't really know of Mm. but there are influences beyond the likes of fella and Mm. whoever like you may think of at first um thought Mm. Is there anyone who you'd say sounds like him or who you'd say you, it's clear that he's been influenced by? Or is he so unique, completely in his own lane? I feel like he's he's very unique, but he definitely has his influences. But he has international influences. So he mentions that Santa Gold is a huge influence she for him. She is wavy. And that, that's actually... <laughs> when I saw that feature on his album, I was like, what yeah. his album? I think I, I saw the pairing and I was like... And, like, that's actually um, where he got the inspiration for his name. Mm. And... Yeah. So it's... Learning something. Yeah. (laughs) It's funny you mentioned features, actually, because this album has, like, a couple surprise features. Like, he's got Big Baby Dram on his his album and also Gold Link, which just speaks, again, to, like, how global he's taken, like, this whole Alter scene. And... um, have you got a favourite track? The attention. Track yeah, I have a, a favourite track uh, and it's Settle Down. Okay. Featuring Tay Iwa and. He's another from the quote unquote Alte scene, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah another favourite of mine. And Amare, who is wavy. You need to check yeah. her out. Yeah. Is I she Alte as well? Or like, what, um, so she's, I think, I believe she's Ghanaian and yeah, I, w- I would say she's Alte. But That's a question, actually. Is Alter at the moment just Nigerian artists, or is it kind of spread beyond the walls of Nigeria to other artists just buying into the sound? Uh, it's. I would say it's very much still a Nigerian thing. Yeah, which um, isn't a bad thing because you've yeah. got that like, South African house and you've got like yeah. that kind of stuff, which stays within the country. Yeah, the reason I mentioned that Amare is, I'm, I'm not sure, but I think she's from Nigeria, but I think she may be of Ghanaian descent. Mm. But yeah, that's just a side note. But um. 
yeah she's her style is really wavy and her voice is so unique yeah. she's not just someone that sings on like a beat like she actually has vocals and she's kind of like i would compare her to neo okay in she's that wavy. <laughs> in that really unique, unique voice yeah, yeah. yeah. You can um, imitate it even if you tried. Yeah. Yeah. Not that the voices are similar, but that when you hear Neo, you know it's Neo. Yeah, yeah. Same with Amore. Yeah, so in general, the tone of the album, I really enjoy. It's just such a chill vibe to listen to. Mm. It's. I got through, I think, up to Freaky, which was halfway through the album. Okay, so um, you listen. So I've listened now, I've started yeah, listening, yeah. To, I just haven't finished it because today has been a bit what kind of busy. What do you think? It was, yeah it's vibey mm. like it's it's a, it's a real vibe um it's quite chill as well it's something and it was, it was perfect because obviously i was working at the same time but it and it wasn't too like mm. gra gra it was nice i could listen and work at the same time which yeah. is why it was cool i think i had to like get up for a meeting and that's why i stopped the album mm. um and i got to a point where i was like i know this song i've heard this before and i saw it was freaky and i know oh, yeah. it was one of your on spins right yeah uh, on think, episode three yeah. in season oh, one wow encyclopedia <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so um i liked the vibe of it like sonically it was cool i liked it as well mm. um that's exactly what i said to a friend actually I feel like I know where you're going to go with this, but yeah. um, sonically, it's an absolute vibe. But mm. in, I mean, Santi's very unique in that he, people joke that he speaks Santinese and that <laughs> his lyrics and the way he just like sings or, yeah, I would say sings, he doesn't really rap mm. on the beat. It's just He's got very, very particular to his style. Yeah. And um, no one really understands what he's saying. No. But... <laughs> I I feel like I'm one of the few people who do and speak language. some some of his some of his lines are just really deep and a little dark when sometimes when you yeah. when you really listen in but um yeah, I kind of cut you off, but what were you going to no, like, mention was, about the lyrical content? Maybe maybe that's why it was perfect for me kind of working as well as listening, because obviously when you work and listen, you sometimes zone in and out of the actual lyrics, but you stay with the beat and the melodies and stuff. Mm. Uh, and it's not something I was like... Uh, sometimes I struggle to listen to certain mu- certain songs and certain types of music when I'm working because... I have to pause what I'm working on and listen to like I'll have to literally wheel up what the person said I'm like yo like, <laughs> but, like if it's too lyrical I, I struggle to do both right mm. and because I was able to marry the both of them um, it was probably because like you said lyrically but the thing is I wasn't as soon as I heard the sound I wasn't, lis- I wasn't listening paying for lyrics like yeah. it wasn't not even paying attention I was paying attention but like when I hear a certain type of sound I already know content wise where this could go um, okay, because fair. there's in certain types of tracks there's not much room for you to actually do much with it right mm. um, it's it, the kind of music you make so you kind of glide along the track you don't you're not saying a uh, hundred words in yeah. a song like it's not that kind of song um, and if you do it will probably be a bit of an earache because it's like he's cramming it in um, so I wasn't disappointed because I didn't expect him to kind of come with like real real lyrics or anything like that um what would have been cool on that kind of beat is like poetry m- more than actual like rapping or like properly singing, singing. Mm. Um, there are, I would say, a few poetic elements, but again, he kind of returns to the just, just vibe, yeah, vibe, yeah. Vibe, he's just, like, he's just going floating with, with it, like yeah. literally floating with it, and it's it's cool. It works for me to be honest. And when I mean, when you can do that as effortlessly as he does, it's yeah, you know, it works. Fair game. It works. Yeah. It works. It works. Um, no, so like, I'm definitely gonna complete the album, and I'm gonna listen to the album again. Um, but it was cool, man. It's a vibe. Yeah. Like, that's what I was thinking the whole time. Like, this is actually a vibe. Um, and what did you think of uh, Goldlink appearing on the album? So I didn't get to... I think that was after Freaky. Um, oh, okay. So, so I didn't, you, I didn't, yeah, I didn't get to, to, to it. To um, but I saw the feature. I was like, hang on a minute. Like, yeah. But again, it, it was, did, it, did it surprise me? Not really. Really? And the reason is because before I heard the album, and I'm not sure which one came out first, he put out a song with um, Malik Berry. Yeah. So I knew so, obviously he had his ear, like, mm. and even before the song with Malik Berry, if you've been listening to Golding, he experiments. Like, he's probably one of our most experimental rappers we have. Mm. And I remember him and Vince Staples probably are the most experimental. Um, in America, at least. Yeah, at least yeah. in America. Although their sounds are different, but Golink isn't afraid to. I think his first album was released on Soul Lections label. Um, mm. Those of you who like enjoy like SoundCloud music and that vibey kind of music, um, Soul Lection, they're responsible for Sango, artists like that, Joe yeah. K, um, Hannah Faith, those kind of DJs. Uh, and so he came out on that label, and the kind of beats he he, he hopped on were just other than. Um, they were somewhat 
housey. Very alternative. Yeah, yeah very, housey, very, very yeah. alternative. Yeah. Um, so, and obviously his album, At What Cost, that also, it did have its traditional hip-hop elements and go-go elements, because I think he's from the DMV. But again, it was very experimental as well. I think Kate Chinada produced quite a few of his tracks. Mm. Um, so I kind of knew already, like, he wasn't going to be conventional. And then to hear him venture into Afrobeats, I was like, hmm. Like, mm. I saw the feature and I hadn't listened. I was thinking, please, Gold Link, don't make me dislike you now. Like, you've done well <laughs> so far. Please. Uh, and then I pressed play. And um, it was cool. And my first listen, I was a bit like, this jars my ears a bit. Um, but when I kept listening, I realised I actually quite enjoyed it. Um, I mainly enjoyed Malik Berry's part and the second half of the song, or like the latter part of the song. But hats off to him for actually trying to flow on that yeah, kind of beat. Yeah, right? I, I definitely feel like he he gets the he understands the vibe of Afrobeats yeah, and he picked yeah. up the pace with it and yeah he's very fluid in that he can just do about anything and his rapping style is really really unique his flow isn't it yeah his flow is nuts yeah. <laughs> his flow is nuts mm. and that probably comes from him rapping on other than beats from the from the start right mm. um, but yeah like you said it was a good point uh, about how he gets the essence of Afrobeats um, I think Quavo did a song with Davido and you could tell like yeah, it wasn't yeah. you didn't really get what Africa And that's happened about a few and, times you know? especially with Davido. Yeah. I mean he he's had Tiger and a few other American artists and they just do not understand yeah how to it. jump on an Afrobeats track. Yeah. And I feel like Goldlink fully understood it and he paid it its respect. He didn't try to do too much on it. He didn't mm. it wasn't empty. It was cool like mm. it was cool. So to then see him on um on Santi's album, I wasn't surprised um, because I knew he had his ears to the streets and he knew of Afrobeats at least. Um, but at the same time, thinking about what um, what Santi's kind of vibe and sound is like, I was still interested to see how Gold Link would flow on kind of a vibey thing because um, he is up tempo and his flow is very jumpy. So yeah, I haven't heard it, but what do you think of it? Yeah, I, I mean, like I mentioned, I feel like it's they the two married together and it wasn't an uncomfortable listen yeah. and so I feel like lyrically I, I haven't like picked up anything there wasn't anything I picked up on but it's a great feature yeah yeah. I'll definitely listen to it I'm going to anyway because I'm going to finish the album but yeah no, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what he does on it was he more up-tempo did he like bring the song up-tempo or did he maintain the vibe or what was it like sonically it was more of an up-tempo sort of thing. Was it? Oh, yeah. fair, okay. So it was more of um, him and Santi meeting in the middle with their, their, yeah. their tempos. Yeah. That's wavy, man. That's wavy. That's probably why it sounded good and there wasn't much, I'd say not much compromises because they both met in the middle rather than someone coming to the extreme mm. and being uncomfortable. Fair. That's dope, man. Um, so I guess, what has he been listening to then? Um, Have you listened to Megan the Stallion? Do you know what? Yeah. The Stallion. She's actually so hard. Like, yes. <laughs> she's hard. I mean, what did you expect? <laughs> she is hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking, what? Like, you know, she's what I've been like, all right, cool. I'm never trying to like, and I hate this because you're not meant to pit female rappers against each other. Although I think you should because male rappers are pit against each other all the time. Like you've got the, the goat conversation and like this and the other. But I feel like with women, because they're breaking through, it's probably more important not to pit them against each other. But that being said, she is what I wanted Cardi B to be, right? When Cardi B mm. first came out, everyone loved her and that, but I was still like, yeah, but she's not wavy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like she's like, I'm not really like, uh, all right, cool. I thought it was, half of it was from her um, online fame, obviously, with her, her Instagram videos and her being yeah. on Love and Hip Hop, and that propelled her and everything. Mm. Not to say her music wasn't good, her music is credible. But this girl Meg, she can rap rap. Yes, she, <laughs> she has can, bars She can rap rap. For days. <laughs> for real, like, she's like, and again, with Nikki. Nikki can rap rap, but yeah. the kind of music she makes, she makes like Barbie doll kind of music and it's not really kind of a mm. thing. But this girl here, yeah, she's the truth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she she's the truth, man. And and you can really hear like she's so southern influenced. Like yeah, she's from she's, te- is it Texas she's from? She's from Texas, but she she's like Creole as mm. well. Oh yeah. So she's got that true southern influence. Proper, and, like Yeah, she's like hood ratchet but also like Flawless and classy with it. I don't know how, like how to. I'm she can't you. be boxed, and that's a great thing. I'm telling you, mm. she's 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 proper wavy. You could hear that um, she was heavily influenced by like um, like a sizzler type, type of rap. So mm. it's like the UGK, you know, Pimp C and them man, yeah. Juicy J. I think Juicy J was even on the yeah, album. Yeah, he's featured. Yeah, that Three Six Mafia. Like you could tell, like she was 
heavily influenced by them. And I don't think we've ever actually seen, at least on a big scale, um, a woman rapper who has that sort of influence. Southern, I mean, yeah. We have Rhapsody and, and, and Nicki who are more like, they're, you can tell they're more East Coast influence and type, you know, mm. their bars and that. And then you have, um, I guess, um, Cardi B, who I guess is also from New York and it's also very much like a rapper's rapper. But she took the South to the forefront as well. Yeah. I feel like the only female rapper that comes close in term- from the South mm. would be Trina. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. you're right there. I think Trina's Miami, isn't she? Yeah. Yeah. Which is still South. It's South, yeah, yeah. yeah. They call that South, yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, I think there was even a picture she posted with Trina the other day. So it's no surprise that the two of them get along because Mm. they're in the same kind of kettle of fish. Um, But I was really impressed with it. Like, I was proper bopping my head like, yo, you know when you have that, like, stink face, like, your face is, like, (laughs) screwed up, you're like, this is hard. I just kept on saying to myself, this is hard, like, she is hard. Um. And the first I heard of her was from her song, uh, Big Old Freak. Yeah. Um, which I thought was a very, very hard song as well. Mm-hmm. So then to hear her in a full album, we should have mentioned it. The album's called Fever. For those of you who don't know, check yeah. it out. Recently um, released. Recently released. I think it was on Friday or so. Yeah. Um, so for her to follow up um, Big Old Freak with um, this, I think it's another mixtape. I don't think it's an album. But it's just constant, like, hard, mm. hard stuff. Like, she can rap, man. Like, yeah. No, and she, she recently, she like, she's been doing a lot of, like, press and interviews, mm. obviously in the run-up to the album and then after the release. Uh, she mentioned, I don't know where she did the interview, but she was talking about um, how some of the male rappers, they would be allowed to get away with making all these sounds and, like, noises. Did like, she reference Playboy Cardi? Yeah. I and, didn't read it, but I heard and about And I think um, Lil Uzi with their... Huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. What? And you know, all of that on the track. Like mm-hmm. she wouldn't be able to get away with that as yeah. a female rapper. And I feel like that's true in that she has when it comes to being a woman in the game, you have to come with the bars or come with the overt sexuality. Otherwise yeah. you're just She done both to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise you're put to the side. And yeah. she's so unique in that she's like you mentioned, she's done both. Mm. And she's so like raunchy with it. It's it's almost like crust yeah. to an extent, but it's it's so exciting love to it, listen though, yeah. to. Like, yeah, it's, I love it. I'm here for it, man. Like, I I don't feel like anyone's done it like her. No. Not even Nicki, because I mean, everyone says that all oh, female rappers they rap too much about their pussy and everything, mm. but like, who cares? When it comes to Meg, who cares, man? It sounds hard. Like, it's, yeah, <laughs> it sounds hard. Mm. Like, just... sometimes with others, like. Definitely Cardi B. It, it it's like really cringe for me. Yeah. Um, Nikki to some extent it's cringe, but Megan she's like about it, about it, and it's like, <laughs> like she's <laughs> and it so sounds assertive. Like, like, yes. like yeah, yeah, like she's like I think that's part of what her aura is in that like mm. her delivery is sick. Like yeah, like uh, of course she's you know talking about the raunchy stuff that some of the other uh, female rappers talk about as well, but just the way she delivers it, it's like as a guy, right? It, it, not that it makes you feel subservient, but it's it's like, <laughs> this isn't one to... You're not going to mess this one about kind of thing. Like, it's... Mm. I don't know how to describe it, but it's like, you need to be on your A-game around this kind of person. Like, it, I don't know. Like, she just... Best way to describe it is big dick energy. Yes, yeah. <laughs> She's... I don't know if you want to call it... Oh, I don't even want to say the words, but... <laughs> basically, the, the, the female version of big dick energy is what she embodies, basically. Yeah. And I'm here for it, man. Like... Mm. She I hope she has um, a, a bright future, man. She's the one who needs to stay around um, mm-hmm. for a while, to be honest. Um, looking forward to an album from her whenever she drops it. And she showed that she can be a bit musical um, because uh, on, on Twitter, I'd see a lot of like freestyle videos of her. Like, and I was like, yeah, she can rap, but whatever. Um, but on this album, what also I, I saw was she's kind of good at making music as well. So there were some songs where she was like, you know when rappers like semi-sing and semi-rap at the same yeah, time? Yeah, she does a little bit of singing. Best I ever had or best I've had or something like that. It had the word best in or something. I was like, yo, this is actually cool. Like, she, It's not just about like straight bars and hard stuff and like mm. heavy hitting stuff, but she's actually, she can yeah. hold a little Looking melody. Looking forward to like seeing a bit more fluid stuff from her as well. No, but be, for the yeah. meantime, she can keep coming with the bars. Yeah, like. yeah. But forgive me for saying this, yeah, but for me, yeah, she's got to a point now, right? And she probably does it because she wants to, not to sell anything. But every time I see her on Twitter, she's doing one of two things. She's doing a freestyle or she's shaking a bum. <laughs> like every, and it's like 90% of the time I see her, she's just working. I'm like, this is wavy, this is cool and everything. But like, 
I don't follow her. So it doesn't have know. to be. I don't even follow her either, but then she gets retweeted onto my timeline a lot. And it's just, she won't say nothing. She won't even be looking at the camera. She'll just be, if I see a, like, cheeks on, the, on, on, on Twitter, <laughs> it can only be one person. <laughs> it's, it's Meg. Um, and I'm not like, you could, she does it because she wants to, right? She's doing yeah. like twerk tutorials and stuff, and girls are loving it, so it's cool. But it's like, alright, man, like, <laughs> alright, it's enough. Like, it's the hundredth time now, like, but. Nah, man, she can keep on doing what she's doing as long as she's making wicked music, which yeah. she does do. So, uh, did you give Fever a full listen through? Yeah, full listen. Okay. Three or four times, actually. Yeah, 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 same. yeah. It was hard. Um, I'd, it's probably, in terms of albums, it's probably been my most spun album. Yeah, well, yeah. this weekend. Yeah. yeah. Um, but so since we've both listened to it, what would you like rate it, given our ancient rating system? Yeah, that we yeah. Was, used it, in? was it one to ten or was it A, B, C, D? We did A, yeah, A, a, a B, C, to D, I think it was. Yeah, okay. Uh, well, we've got to rate it separately because when we rated it, it was... Um, well, when we did the other ratings, they were all albums, right? And so I yeah. feel like it's probably unfair to rate a mixtape similarly to an album, although nowadays they're all the same thing. Um, but I would give it... I'm struggling. I'm between B-flat and B-minus. Mm. I was going to say a solid B, like just a B. Yeah, B-flat. Uh I'll give it a B minus because I think she still has more room for like musicality and stuff. Yeah, like, same. Like, and I, I, I gave her a B because she came with the bars, but I feel like in terms of an album, it could have been wrapped up a lot more nicely. Yeah, yeah. Um, with maybe a theme or something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, like it just, it did seem like she recently got like a lot of momentum behind her and she needed to drop something before yeah. the, and she did. Um, but yeah, um, there was controversy as well actually. Um, on one of her songs, the one she's on with GCJ, apparently he made the reference track. So I, I think he he wrote the hook and, and rapped the hook and then told her, yeah, you can use this track. So people have been kind of coming at her for like uh, saying that she's like, had a ghostwriter and stuff. So that's yeah. been and it's a bit unfortunate because she's put out something wavy and that's what people are thinking about. So it's detracted her focus from pushing something that's wavy to addressing these kind of you didn't write your stuff rumors, which is annoying. Um, but yeah, no, like you said, um, when it's album time, I do expect something better, but mm. I enjoyed what I listened to anyway. Yeah. So it did have that mixtape feel, which I, which I appreciate, but this was supposed to be like her f- first huge album. Yeah, yeah. Label Rex as well. Yeah, since um, the last one, wherever it's called. <laughs> Cause I that, think it was Tina Snow, the last one she put out. Was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Her, one of her alter egos, right? Mm. But yeah, so yeah, B minus, B flat. Yeah. Yeah, fair. Okay, that's cool. Um, Anything else that came out over the weekend that you were spinning? What was your second most spun album then over the weekend? Um, Mandy and the Jungle, Santi, but we've got into that already. Mm-hmm. So uh, I gave a brief listen to DJ Khaled's album. Okay. What did you uh, think? Did you like it? Father of Assad. Mm. And it was, you know, a typical day, uh, DJ Khaled. It's chock full of features, but... Um, as to be expected but the one that stood out for me the track that stood out for me that to be honest the only track that really got my attention was higher the nipsey nipsey feature his first uh post humus post hummus i don't know how to say hummus is definitely food (laughs) (laughs) so we're gonna go with humus (laughs) wow why why would you embarrass me like that (laughs) how can you wrong to be fair (laughs) i have no idea but Let's say hum- yeah, let's I, th- say, I think it's um, posthumous humus, feature, yeah. uh, feature. Um, and it's got John Legend on there also. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not gonna lie, that when I first heard that track, I it brought me to tears because yeah. I've just, I was like, oh my goodness, like mm. so emotional. I mean, it doesn't help that the fact that the the song is really emphatic anyway with yeah. the like choir and everything. Yeah, yeah. And I was just crying. I was like, yeah. oh my gosh. Damn, it brought me back to how I felt when I first heard he he died as well. Like. Mm. I, yeah, I think I remember hearing it uh, on on the train, on the way to work, and then once I heard the first like few notes of the song, I kind of knew already what kind of song it was gonna be. It was kind of like like you said, quite emphatic and quite fitting for someone who had died. It's like mm, it's, it's almost like they like made the was, song knowing he was gonna yeah, die. It was weird strange. because. You've seen all the types of beats that Khaled had on that album, right? And that's not the first type of beat you would have put Nipsey on. Mm. And uh, John Legend isn't the first type of person you would have featured him with, right? Um, so it was almost weird. as like It's like they knew he was going to die and they did that kind of song. 
that would trigger your emotion. Mm. Even if you didn't die, that kind of song would trigger your emotion as well. Um, but yeah, no, I, I really like the song where it took me back to that place. I was like, damn, they actually killed him. Like, Nipsey's actually dead, you know? And at the very end exactly. of the video, they had like loads of um, shots. I think the music had stopped, but they carried on the video and had loads of pictures. I haven't even watched the video because yeah. I feel like that would just send me again. I, I watched the video and listened to the song at the same time for the first time, and okay. man, it was. It was rough, man. It was rough. But um, rest in peace, Nick. But it was a really good song. Um, yeah, definitely. Centerpiece of the I album, think it's man. The, One of the best songs yeah, on the, the album. Yeah, the best song. Yeah. yeah. Um, I guess best song for me. There were a couple tracks on there that were decent, to be fair. Um, like yourself, this was the first Khaled album I'd actually listened to, top to bottom. Because with Khaled, usually what you would do you know obviously we know him to have loads of features on every song yeah just what like usually, one hits for the summer that sort of thing what he'd usually do the songs that are worth listening to on the album he would have put out as singles mm. and the ones that weren't singles usually you can see why they weren't singles yeah um, and that's why usually I don't listen to Khaled I don't think I've listened to a Khaled album all the way through and think oh this song wasn't a single but this is actually hard like I've heard what I needed to hear already mm. um, but with this one um, I think he only released one or two singles which was like which no was, brainer yeah which is which, a banger I, I do like that I don't song. like it man it's trash <laughs> I, I mean it's some <laughs> I, I listen to it, and it sounds, sounds very teen boppy like kind of yeah, yeah. Um, and then I think there was one other um, Top Off by Jay-Z Top Off and, yeah that's not even my favourite yeah, track to be honest no. and, and that's just because of Future and I yeah, you're not feeling don't his. <laughs> you're not a future fan, or you just you're don't not, like the actual no. song. I mean, both. Oh, fair. Yeah, yeah nah. I, it's not my favorite. Beyonce's nah. part is my favorite. But Beyonce's yeah. my favorite rapper. <laughs> Come again? <laughs> you say Beyonce's your. Wait, are you one of those people where? Remember when um, Jay Z and Beyonce's song Ape Shit came out, where oh, they were yeah. in the Louvre, right? Were mm-hmm. you one of those people that was saying that Beyonce spun Jay Z on the song? You know, she no. rapped a little bit. Oh, okay, cool. No. So you're still a correct. Uh, who said? I didn't know that. Listen, when the song came that? out, a lot of people were like, oh, Who said look, that? Look, look, Beyonce Spine, your favourite rapper. Oh, Beyonce is a better rapper than her husband. Like, I'm not even referring to Jay-Z by his name. I was thinking, like, are these not mad or are they mad? Like, that, that's the beehive, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, so I thought you were one of them, but yeah, Beyonce no, can be your favourite rapper. She's that. But you know that Jay-Z goes right for it, right? No, I'm joking. You, you look rattled. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> the way your face dropped, you look rattled. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> I doubt it, to be fair. No, I, I doubt it. But Beyonce doesn't write her songs, but like, yeah, that's neither here nor there. But yeah. Jay-Z ain't a ghostwriter, don't worry. <laughs> um, fun I was fact. Like, where'd you get that information nah, from? Nah, 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 I don't know. Fun fact, though, and because we're a podcast that teaches as well, um, some of your favourite songs, Jay-Z has ghostwritten. Um, uh, Still DRE by Dr. Dre. Jay-Z, mm. got, Jay-Z wrote that song. Jay-Z wrote it. Even Snoop Dogg's bit. Yeah. The whole thing? Yep. He wrote the song. Obviously, no the beat is way. Dr. Dre and the beat yeah, is iconic, yeah. but without the, the lyrics, the beat only goes so far. But yeah, Jay-Z wrote that. Mm. Yeah, man. So your favourite East Coast rapper, uh, your favourite West Coast rapper had a ghost written song by a West Coast. I'm getting them mixed up. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, I thought I'd just let you lot know that. Uh, I like to drop that fact in wherever I go. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no... Um, so with this Khaled album, um, I listened to it the whole way through. I don't know why I did. I just thought, yeah, it's because he didn't put them, that many singles out beforehand. So we kind of had to listen. Yeah. And then when I listened, it was cool. Good intro um, with Boogie Banton. I think, was it Boogie yeah. Banton? Sizzler, I loved the, sam- the sample. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's been used a few times before. And usually when it's used, it's, it's mm. wavy. Mm. Um, and um, funny enough, uh, unexpected feature on that one, 070 Shake. Um, we spoke about her because she was on Yay. Yay yeah. yeah. And so to hear that her on that kind of track was a bit like, oh, like, why did Khaled think to put her on this? Not in a bad way, but it's like, mm. how did he think to put her on this kind of track? And yeah. I wouldn't say she wasn't out of place, but like, she held her own. Um, but it, she didn't need to be on that track. Yeah, not There's a legends on that track. Not like, memorable. Yeah. Um, but going through it, um, there's a track called, I think it's called Jealous Sun with Chris Brown, Lil Wayne. I think that was one of the standout tracks um, on there. But my favourite song, quite predictably, and those of you who know me will probably know why, my favourite song was um, The Big Sean One. Where it was just rapping. Oh, yeah, that's, that's my second. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's my second. But, you know me, I like rap. So, mm. yeah, my favourite song obviously was the one where he was just rapping. And it really impressed me because obviously Sean's been away for a, for a while. Yeah. He's had lots of stuff happen. Like he's had his breakup with. Janae. Janae. Even before that, wait, when he broke up with Ariana, had he put out music around then? Or I don't think so. I feel like a lot of stuff has happened to um, Big Sean. 
Uh, and he's also been putting out like these like two minute clips on Twitter and and, and mm. Insta like him just like talking about. Did you see about, the latest one? Yeah, was it about Nipsey's killer and yeah. that like you know taking a life and what mm-hmm. it means? So it seems like he has something to say. And hearing his 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 song on Callan's album, I think it's called Thank You. I was like, he actually has something to say, which yeah. is really cool. Because and he definitely needs to put it on an album. Soon. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So I'm actually excited for his album whenever it drops. Yes. Because um, yeah, like I said, he's got a lot to say, and it's funny because my voice also know. I'm known for saying the two most corniest rappers in hip hop are Chance the Rapper and Big Sean. But I'm actually looking <laughs> but forward to But we love him anyway. Like, who's we? <laughs> <laughs> nah, I like Ch- him. No, nah, Chance put his last album, well, Chance's last album was fantastic. I'll give him that. Um, but I didn't like acid rap. A lot of people did. Um, I'm the exact opposite. I loved acid rap. But he didn't like um, Colouring Book. Not the biggest fan, no. I thought Colouring Book was outstanding. Really? I really liked it, like, really, really liked it. Um, mm. But, yeah, we're not going to chat about Chance. He actually put out a single this week and I ain't listened to because I've gone back to not I liking it. I not know that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he's like um, Marmite for both of us then. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then uh, Big Sean, the second most cheesy rapper. And it's annoying because, like I always say, I'm about the bars and Big Sean can rap rap, like, rap yeah. rap. Like, he's top five lyrically out of the most popular rappers. So it's probably him... Kendrick, J. Cole, Drake, lyrically, are the big rappers, the premier rappers. Yeah, They're probably yeah. the most lyrical, right? Yeah, but he does come with the corny But he's corny lot. as hell. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, damn, I can't listen to his music. <laughs> but it seems like he's maturing, like, in what he's been saying. And, like, yeah, man, I'm looking forward to a Sean album. It was a good warm-up for a Sean album, I think. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that was my favourite track. What about you? Uh, like I said, higher. But that's as much as we can say about DJ Khaled's album, to be honest. Yeah. Father of Assad. Do you know what was cool though? Um, was it nine or ten videos he dropped like within like four or five hours of each other? So when the when the album so um, higher dropped alongside the album the video, and then literally every four hours he released a video for almost every song on the album. That's nice. Bruh. <laughs> I mean, you're not impressed. I don't. I <laughs> to don't shoot watch... nine or ten videos like. I mean, they would have been done. Yeah, they would have obviously, know. obviously, but like the rollout of it, I don't think we've ever seen that before. Where All they had to do was press upload, you know. I know, I know, but it's like the budget for like they must really trust Kelly to okay, recuperate. Okay, I see. What, yeah, yeah. For you to sh- what, have a what, 13, 14 song yeah. long usually per album, project or like album, you'll get two or three. Two, yeah. Max. Fair, fair. Almost ninety percent of the songs got a video, and they were good, not good videos, but like they weren't cheap videos. So his budget yeah. was huge, and that was just a, a unique rollout. I don't think we've ever seen an album get put out and then literally every four hours. It was almost like. I mean, there are things called visual albums, Carl. Yeah, but that's all one stream, right? We've had it with. Was it Endless by uh, Frank? Was it called Endless? Frank Ocean's thing. Yeah, and then Beyonce did one as well, twice, but like it was just all one long. Yeah, thing, it's right? a film. Yeah, but so this one wasn't a done. film. This was just video, 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 video. And it was, it was, it was like dropped every four hours. Every time I go onto YouTube, I'll see a new Kelly video. And for someone who didn't know he was going to put out nine videos, it was mm. crazy. Just think about it, right? Someone just put out a video. Um, someone's just put out an album. They put out a video to come with it. You're thinking, oh, okay, this is cool. This is what's going to push the album. The next video will come maybe in a month or two once we push that song and then we're on to the next one, right? Mm. Go to work. Lunchtime, look at YouTube. I see another video. I'm thinking, right, okay, two videos within 12 hours. All right, whatever. Come back, come back to work. On my way home. Did you I watch see, them? I see an... That's, exactly. You're asking big man questions. <laughs> These are big man questions. You don't need to ask me. But I finish work. I'm on the train. I see a third video. I'm thinking, what the hell? I wake up the next morning. Another video. So well, it was just know, surprising he, to see Khaled that. Khaled is caked up, so he has the budget. Anyway, Kate, yes, his budget, man, because he did really well in his last album, uh, Major Key. Um, I think yeah. it, it sold really well. Yeah. And the singles sold really well. So yeah, yeah I just thought the uh, the rollout was unique. Um, mm. Yeah, man, but. Big up Khaled, man. He's always got really good energy, man. And it's I'm easy sure they're to all going to be like the whole Director X style videos anyway. And I'm not really yeah. interested in that. Yeah. I mean, I watched... Which, which videos did I watch? I can't lie. I might have only just watched Higher. Mm. Yeah. Oh, also, um, the song with Scissor. I think it's called Us Against the World. Um, well, that's what she sings with oh, yeah, anyway. A few comments she's, about that. She sampled um, Miss Jackson, Outcast, mm. Or Khaled did. Uh, at first, when I heard the beat, I was like... <sighs> you're gonna go on this <laughs> can't drop the ball yeah <laughs> you can't and although she didn't drop the ball i wasn't like this is amazing i was like yeah, she didn't just, need to yeah, but yeah. it wasn't bad but you didn't need to mm-hmm. i think um and someone tweeted and i really agreed with it It would have been awesome if we had like a um an uncredited like a secret um andre free stacks verse on there oh yeah, just to kind yeah. Of, that would have been so 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 mm. good but andre kind of picks and chooses when he wants to rap you don't just rap for anybody um but i mean it would have been good but i feel like he wouldn't have 
um, done the same yeah. thing. Like, he wouldn't have wrapped his qual- in terms of quality. I don't feel like mm. he would have been open to it. Yeah, nah. Uh, you let sleeping dogs lie, right? Mm. Um, but yeah, did you like the song? This is the one. It's there. Oh, damn. No, I mean, You're not impressive, Kelly's album. <laughs> no, I mean, it had this uh, like three standout tracks for me, and the rest of it was, you know, just noise. Yeah, <laughs> noise. You're rude. No, I, I don't even mean that in the rude way. Like just, just there. Nah, fair enough, man. I'm looking at the track listing now. And Holy Mountain was cool. Um, Wish Wish, I didn't really like. The Cardi B and 21 Savage song, I didn't really like. Jealous is the one I talked about that's going to probably be the biggest single. We'll talk about this briefly, you know. Briefly, all right, well, let's stop there. (laughs) (laughs) So, (laughs) uh, what other albums have you been listening to this weekend then? Because another, I think, Tyler dropped for it. Am I correct in thinking you're a fan of Tyler? Yeah, I do like Tyler very much. Um, I feel like it's a but. No, no, no. I'm an Odd Future fan from Day. And... Yeah, I was happy to see uh, an album from Tyler. Mm-hmm. He's uh, very strange in that every single project that he's given us has been a completely different angle, completely different yeah. Tyler. And so ever since, like, Cherry Bomb, which was, I think, 2015, mm-hmm. I've just... every Anything, like, I've been anticipating, I've just had a clear mind, like, okay don't know what Tyler's going to give us but I do know that he's going to bring that same sort of Pharrell vibe mm. influence being very like um very I don't know there's, there's a particular like word I'm trying to think of but I can't it's not coming to mind but he's very artistic I know that's probably yeah very very for. artistic and Igor is I mean I I it's, it hasn't blown me out the water yet, and I've given it a few listens, mm-hmm. and it's not surprised me in that I'm hearing the same sort of element, even though every album Tyler's given us has been like really different. He still uses those same elements, those same chords, yeah. those same like um, instruments. Or same yeah, sounds. like same sounds, like those itty bitty sounds that he likes to use. That he, I feel like he'll never let go of, even yeah. though the overall theme and sound will change. And it's like, okay, I've heard this before, Tyler, but um, you can wrap this up as differently as you like. He's like, he was, before the album dropped, he was like, everyone, this isn't like anything you've ever heard. Give it a listen in silence or, you know, just try and listen to it differently than you have other projects. And I'm like, okay, but it very much still sounds like you and it sounds like it's it's not that much di- I wouldn't say it's that much different to Flower I mean there's elements of like everything he's done in the past so from his bastard days where it was, it was like his most um, I'd say most rambunctious sort of outcome. rambunctious <laughs> <laughs> you've redeemed hummus because <laughs> I don't even know what rambunctious means <laughs> <laughs> like the, like the craziest stuff that he's done there's some elements of that but then the more like sad boy like soft like really nice piano chord stuff that he does on like flower boy there's some of that in Igor so it's yeah it's it's good to I would say Igor is more like a very well rounded Tyler mm. um, but yeah he's I heard a, comments that it was like a, a light version of flower boy like it was just a bit lighter like it just wasn't as I don't, uh, I don't know if that's true or not. I've listened to the album, but I'm going to defer to you being more of a Tyler fan than I am. Um, mm. would you say? I wouldn't agree with that, to be honest. I don't no. think it's a lighter version of anything. I mean, if anything, I would say it's a, it's a lighter version of Cherry Bomb. And in that, I feel like with Cherry Bomb, t- Tyler tried to do the whole, like, um, crazy sort of... I don't know how to articulate myself today mm. but um it w- it felt like cherry bomb toned down a couple notches yeah, that's fair. what yeah that's what i would say do you know what like i fully get what you're saying but <clears throat> and it might be due to the impressive fact that he's like the sole producer on all of his music, yeah right mm. um and as a producer that might be quite exhausting because it's just you and it's mm. just your ideas and things are probably gonna tend to end up becoming similar or you might just only refer to a, a basic beat pat 
where it's like certain sounds that you're going to use but mm. just in different ways um, I think maybe if he had other producers that were in the studio with him or just producing for him he didn't have a hand in producing maybe it would be completely different this album um, but I think it's an impressive fact that he does produce all of his music I mean there's some co-production but I would I would even go to him. the extent and say that it's a bit stubborn of him yeah. because it's whilst we I have seen some growth in his music I feel like Flower Boy was the peak of his growth I heard it was really good yeah I um, listened to it once or twice but like yeah with, with Tyler like he just lost me when, and it's unf- it's unfair because he's grown since then. But in his first album, he must have had a line. I think the song was called Transylvania. It was like, oh, and forgive me for this. This is Tyler's words. He must have said, oh, I raped a pregnant bitch and called it a threesome. I said, yeah, wait, yeah, I can't it, get with this. That's and so why from I'm then, crazy. my ears have been closed. I've been switched off, and I know he's grown, and I know he's even denounced that part of him. Yeah, since, yeah. But I just can't. Get, how you thought of that, like? You were grown enough to, like, it's, you were, he was probably over 18 when he said that. So it's like, you were grown, you were an adult when you said that, and you still said it. It's not like you were a child and you were stupid. Like, so for me, it was just hard to get past this. I've never really kind of uh, yeah. given him the time of day. Yeah. Those are the more uncomfortable. Yeah. I think like, the album was Goblin, I think it was. Mm. That's when he was just on some demonic shit. Like, he was just <laughs> very anti-Christ and yeah. saying all sorts of wild stuff. Like... Mm. And it was just like, oh boy, like I can't. I I used to think people that used to listen to to Tyler and really enjoy that kind of music. I used to think they were demonic. I was like, <laughs> bro, like, nah. Um, but then I saw obviously with Cherry Bomb, it was a bit different. Yeah. So um, whilst he's grown in, in terms of like, content. the content, I feel like musically and instrumentally, he's still very much, in his, Same one bag. one line sort yeah. of. Um, lane so would you say it's time for him to kind of allow others to take the reins definitely because that's yeah. what travis did you know because mm-hmm. travis used to produce all this stuff up to i think it was um what's the album where it's like a truck he's like a toy and it's a truck it's rodeo like, rodeo it's from rodeo onwards that he started saying all right cool you can produce for yeah. me and letting people just produce the whole song mm. um and that's probably why he's been so successful mm. um i think he gets a fork in the road as a rapper producer where you just have to kind of choose mm. unless you do a Kanye where um, he obviously has a hand in producing all of his tracks but it's very very heavily co-produced by sometimes a number of people and that's I guess it allows him to kind of focus on I guess what he's going to be saying on the track but with Tyler it's very much I'm rapping everything I'm producing everything Yeah. so would you say it's time for him to let that go and choose yeah. one and just be with one mm-hmm. yeah I mean it's, it's up to him like what he does works for him but at this point where we're like four or five albums into his discography it's like we need to hear some difference in the in, in your instrumental choices yeah fair well hopefully well tyler if you're listening <laughs> douse it uh, switch it up man um, but yeah fair okay so what would you in fact let's go back we rated um fever make the stallions um album b or mixtape a b minus then we're going to go to Santi's album. What would you rate Santi's album? Was I, it album or a mixtape? Album. Okay, album. Cool. Would I would give, I would give that a B as well. Okay. But yeah. that's an album B, not a mixtape B, because I think we distinguished, right? I, I don't remember us distinguishing oh, did we? I thought I thought because Meg's thing was a mixtape, that's why I was judging it. Was it, it a mixtape? Yeah, yeah Meg's Fever was a mixtape. Okay. So I was judging it with, if Fever was an album, then it's not going to get a B for me personally. But because it was a mixtape, I was like, all right, cool. With that lens on, okay. I'm going to rate it a B. Remember, because we are like, um, at the end, we are like, oh, we're an album, we expected to come with something better, blah, blah, blah. Oh, I thought, I thought, I just thought it was an album. Oh, fair, okay. And I wouldn't have distinguished anyway. But, yeah. Yeah. Fair. No, I did say that, you know, with albums and mixtapes nowadays, they pretty much sound the same. Mm. Um, but, okay, are you going to stick with your um, Meg rating then? B. Yeah, I understand why you would say B minus now. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. Fair. Okay, and then Santi gets a B. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, and shall we go on to DJ Khaled's album? Or are you gonna rate that? I don't. I don't feel um, right. To rate um, it. Yeah, to rate it because it's just it's um. What DJ Khaled brings us will always be the same in that he will bring like twenty, you know, features, features and it's pe- you know artists from all over the world and. It's just too much to... It's not like a particular artist that we're saying, this is your... We can look back at your discography and we can see 
your individual individuality in the album. With DJ Khaled, it's more like he's just getting everyone to jump on here and there. So, Would you say that's a skill though, knowing who to put on which track and what beat to put them on and which uh, features to have them? I mean, have. yeah. But if I'm rating a DJ Khaled album, it would be because I understand DJ Khaled as an artist, but I don't. Um, I see DJ Khaled as a DJ. Do you know what I mean? So I don't know. I, don't, I can't. You don't see him if as I artist. have to. If I have to, I'll give it a. No, don't, don't. Yeah, don't. I, <laughs> I can't don't. really think of. Fair. No, that's fair enough. Um, alright. Shall we go to then? It leaves um, Tyler's album. What would you? Mm. You know, I'm still really on the fence with it, like in terms of deciding whether I actually like it or not. Um, but at the moment, that's a B minus, C plus, maybe. Which wow! Is, so it, lower than Megs and lower than um, Santis. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's You're saying point. that as if like, you would disagree. <laughs> you would probably agree. I would. No, I don't know, man. I. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's a, it's a surprise because I am a Tyler fan. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, I mean, but at the end of the day, musically, if I'm not... I mean, because I know Tyler's output, if I'm not imp- as impressed, then do you know what I mean? Fair, like, I would fair. give... I can't just... I'm not going to rate with bias. No, I feel so. you. I feel you. If anything, it's, uh, it's, it shows that, you know, it shows his, his high, how high he can go if... You know, looking at Flower Boy was so much better. Mm. And that's this height. It just shows that he's a really good artist and he just needs to match up to that. Yeah. Um, fair. All right. Well, I'm, I'm probably not going to rate Tyler's album, to be fair, because it would be unfair of me. Um, but that's cool. I'll rate Khaled's, though, actually. I probably would have given Khaled... Because um, I'm, I'm of a different opinion to you in that, like, I can see Khaled as, as an artist. Um, and I know he doesn't actually produce anything he doesn't touch any buttons or anything and he doesn't go in the booth and rap any raps he just which is funny because on be the best back in the day that. on his snapchat he's always snapping in the studio yeah. and like showing the controls but he's but not doing anything i think it's a real real skill and i don't think anyone else can do what he does and i think it's, he's almost an a and r he what he's, yeah what, that's what, a good point yeah what he does is but if he's an a and r that means he's the best a and r in the world easily easily and what he does i think he gets a group of producers, knows already which artist he's going to work with, um, then the producers make beats, then he says, okay, I've got this pool of beats, I've got this pool of artists, and it's literally a blank canvas, right? And he has to paint that canvas. And in painting that canvas, he chooses which artists... I mean, who would have thought Nipsey would have gone on a, that kind of, almost a gospel track with, uh, with uh, what's it called, with John Legend, right? And who would have put future Beyonce and Jay-Z out like, on the track together. I mean, that's probably not a good example, but putting these artists on certain tracks, or who would have thought he would have put Bryson Tiller and um, Rihanna on the track that samples Maria Maria? And it goes, like, the way it goes, like, you know? I just, I think there's a skill in doing it, and then also what he does when these producers produce tracks, I don't think he just says, all right, cool, I've got this beat, got this artist, let me marry it. He then makes tweaks and says, okay, rapper, singer, do what you need to do. Once you've done what you need to do, I'm going to say, okay, tweak this, amend this, like, do that, do this, and with the, the the beat as well. Okay, uh, make these eight to eights thud louder. Um, take up that synth, like that kind of stuff. Like he literally is a producer, quote unquote, without actually like making the beat. Um, because I think someone made this point. I can't remember where I heard this, but a producer isn't just someone who makes beats, but it's someone who can arrange. Like if, for example, in in film or in theatre. A producer, the concept of what a producer is or the, the scope of what a producer does is a lot wider Not than just in music. Maker. Exactly. Yeah. And because of that, I think Khalid is a producer and is a composer, yeah, I would, if anything. I would just say and he's a DJ and producer, yeah. So definitely. because of that, I'd say he's an artist. And I I was similar to you in that. I was like, what does he actually do? He just gets people to rap on beats and he gets the beats. He don't even produce them himself. But... I feel like there is a skill in what he does and not many people can do what he does. Um, and with that being said, the album was... It wasn't bad. It definitely wasn't bad. Um, and it had some real... It's going to have some summer smashes. Um, so I'd rate it... I'll give it a B as well, man. I'll give it a B. In line with Meg's album being a B. And I'll give Loyal Kana's album that I spoke about at the very beginning. I'll probably give that an A-. Mm. An A-, man. It was nice. really good. But, yeah, man. Okay, well, guys, let us um, 
Oh yeah, very quick question, and I do want to round up because I'm tired. But um, <laughs> a while back, you were talking about how your friend was showing you like artists like Lil Baby, Gutter, uh, and all them ones there. Yeah, yeah. And how you would you would just mm, fingers in the ear, not yeah, trying yeah. to hear that. Have you warmed up to any of them um, as of late? Because his uh, Lil Baby and Gunner's output has um, grown exponentially since we last spoke about them. Well, we didn't really speak about them, but have you taken the anything? Short in? answer is no. Wow, <laughs> still trash. Uh, <laughs> nah, trash. You know what? I like one nah, gunner, one no, gunner no, track, no, no. right? One gunner. Tra- two things about gunner. Lil Baby, I ain't really here for. Actually, the track, the, the two of them got drip too hard, which everyone loves, right? Yeah. That's cool, but whatever. Um, then we can put Lil Baby to the side. With Gunner, there are two things that I like from him. His Colors Berlin, um, Top Off. Mm. Antonio Tampa. Yeah, uh, that, that is flawless. That's wavy. That's so Very, good. very wavy. And then his verse on uh, um, a Tory Lane song called Miami is quite cool as well. And another verse of his on Homebody by Lil Durk. Apart from that, nah, man. And you still think he's trash? Nah, man. <laughs> Look, have you not noticed all of them aren't his songs? Like, except for, I guess, Top Off. But like the other two ain't his songs. <sighs> Oh, but I really, nah, I really would've gone like that, man. Okay. <laughs> kind of looks like a bad beat. <laughs> 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 look at him, I can't even get past the image, man. Them stupid oh, wow. glasses he wears as well. Nah, man. Um, oh. Nah, I can't really get to the way you I mean, I, me. I appreciate, I very much appreciate them. I mean, of course, they're not like your goats. They're not mm-hmm. that, but I, I appreciate what they're here for. And yeah, I just wanted to appreciate see. appreciate over there. Me, I'm cool over here. <laughs> so stubborn. Leave them nah, Do you know, I've listened. It's not without, like, listen, I've listened, but it's like, nah, man. Love it. Fair enough. Yeah, man. Okay, yeah. well, with that, all of that being said, you guys should give us your thoughts on Twitter, on the socials as well. Um, if you have any thoughts about our ratings, let us know if you agree, you disagree. Weigh in on your thoughts as well. And, and we'll discuss with you. Use the hashtag, hashtag WheelitPod. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's... Follow us on Twitter as well. Yeah, follow at us. At WheelitPod. What was it? WheelitPod? WheelitPod. At WheelitPod. Our individual accounts, which you will find via WheelitPod anyway. And also on Instagram, we just recently put up our Instagram page. Yep. I think it's WheelitPod again. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, man. Well, until next time. Yeah. Easy. <laughs> <laughs>